Uh, Luke Rock, you welcome into the Radio Sport Breakfast. Good morning, guys. How are you? Very oh, good. Now that you're retired, you're happy to get up for us after seven. This is great. <laughs> hey? <laughs> no, not a problem, mate. Not a problem. When we speak to Colin Monroe in an hour's time, do you think he's still going to be mad about that that wide? <laughs> I can't imagine he'd give two hoots about it, to be honest with you. I think he just wants to get the win and, and, and get off the park. I mean, it was brilliant yesterday, wasn't he? He played a, a fantastic innings. When you know, when when uh, we get to let, let's rewind to the start of this. So I get down there, I get the kids out of the lounge. I'm like, sweet, here we go. I'm going to watch this game. And I thought to myself, well, they've they've got some new toys to play with, and this will take a while. And we're going to get in there. After I watched that first couple of overs, I thought to myself, man, this whole game might take half an hour. I mean, um, what did, what did you make of uh, of of the pitch itself? Because the reports seem to be varied between uh, between it. Like what the pitch itself first? What did you make of it? Um, it certainly wasn't its usual sort of self for the for the uh, Westpac Stadium. We went sort of first look. They looked very dry and browny. And normally, it's like a nice covering of grass and just looks like a good cricket wicket. But it just it certainly wasn't that. I mean, if they'd made 150, it would have been a good score, I think. Yeah, because I mean, there was the odd ball that uh, Rance in particular is the one I was thinking of. He was getting through at a decent, you know, normal height, and then there was one that it was almost like he hit a patch of grass and it whizzed up quite high on it. So, was that one that if you win the toss, you're always going to try and bowl first? I think so because I think everyone was a bit um, well from a black cat's point of view. I think they were unsure of what the wicket was going to be like, and then if it's a nice wicket, it's all right. You just chase it. If it's not as good, you hope to to bowl them out cheaply, which ended up happening. So who impressed you the most of the Black Caps bowlers yesterday? Oh, gosh, you could probably just toss every name in a hat and pick one out. I think they were all brilliant. I mean, they bowled them out for 105. So Rance and Southie with that new ball early were brilliant. I mean, they just put a lot of pressure on the Pakistan top order and, and took those wickets. And then the spinners came on and just did a did a fantastic job. Mitchie Satner was... Um, Mitch Satner was amazing as he is, and he showed even. He had them bamboozled as well with his wrong ones and things like that, so... I think every bowler came on and got wickets or bowled tight. So the, I think just as a collective, watching them do their business was, was fantastic. How many uh, Pakistani dismissals would you have described yesterday as being soft? Oh, there'd be quite a few. I mean, their first first three all trying to play big cross-batted shots and just looping the ball up to one of the fielders probably didn't help them out. Um, and then from there, I guess they just set the tone for the rest of their innings. They sort of they were behind the eight ball early doors and then made it pretty tough for them to sort of get back into the game. So I think they'd be pretty disappointed with how it all sort of started off. Yeah, Luke Ronke's with us. When when you've got a couple of guys that go out like that, though, is there not something that goes around a pavilion that says, OK, guys, let, let's maybe just tone, tone it down a little bit? Yeah, I think that's what sort of Safraz and Baba Azam were trying to do. Um, they sort of they weren't playing too many big rash shots and, and looking for those uh, six balls, I guess. I mean, uh, but then Satna came on and, and um, and bowled that really good ball to Safrad that got him out. I mean, he did the flexibility of the guy to get to the position he was in was pretty amazing. So, <laughs> um, but I think they were trying to, but then it sort of obviously once again you lose a wicket, and with their um, the makeup of their side, I guess with there being a lot of all rounders and bowlers in their team, they don't have as many batsmen sort of later in the innings to to come out and whack them. So I think that sort of hurts them a little bit. And the Black Caps lost two early wickets, and we saw then the partnership re- re-establish itself between Bruce and Munro. Luke, did did Munro was did he bat differently than you expected him to bat yesterday? Did we see anything there that gives us pause for thought as to the way that he's matured as a player? I think massively. I mean, I, 
I sort of expected them to come out and try and get the runs in, in 10 overs. So, uh, But that also showed the wicket obviously wasn't as as nice as uh, normally is there, and, and Pakistan actually did bowl really well. So, But when you hear what um, what Munners was going on about, how he took his time and, and things, and sort of uh, he gave away those cross-bat shots early when others didn't. So um, that shows you how, how much he is maturing and, and how much he knows his game at the moment, and it shows. I mean, he's making lots and lots of runs, and, and he's making it look a heck of a lot easier than what it actually is. Luke Ronke, former New Zealand wicketkeeper, part of the Radio Sport commentary team with us, 7.13 Tuesday morning. And so then we take a wide view of the series, Luke, with two games to go. The Black Caps now have essentially won six games in a row. Do, do cricketers smell blood? Like, will the Black Caps think, you know what, these guys are here to now be put away, and will they be looking for signs of Braxton. the Pakistanis being disinterested at this point? Um. Well, that's the thing. You just think you need to keep running with, with with how you're playing. I mean, you don't want to ever ever give the opposition a chance to win a game of cricket. So, yeah, they'll be going as hard as they can for as long as they can. I mean, it's going to be a good, um, I guess, warm up series to the tri series that comes up later on. So, um, I think they're going to go full guns blazing and and not give them a chance to win a game. All right, let me ask you this then. If you were part of that Pakistani team with two games to go and you've lost six in a row, most of these games comfortably, would you be disinterested? Um, I'd I'd like to think not, because, I mean, it's still international cricket, but for them being a long way from home and and different conditions and and sort of maybe not being as as, as comfortable as they'd like, then um, there will be situations where it will be hard for them to to pick themselves up because you'll be feeling pretty down. But then you'd also like to think that you'd like to be a player who can go out and make a difference and win your team a game of cricket. When they haven't won a game, winning one game would actually be, be quite a big buzz and quite a big lift for the whole team. Uh, Luke Ronke with us. Luke, you, you know, you've been you've been in the team when things are riding high. You've been in the teams when, when they haven't. When you look at this team right now, this is the golden summer uh, of New Zealand cricket just recently. They, they've looked fantastic no matter who they get in there. And it's not all down to just one or two individuals. What? Why are they so good this year? And how long has this been a project for to get to this stage? Um, I guess they've always. I mean, Hess and, and his sort of his staff are always looking at the bigger picture and that sort of long term and, and World Cups and things like that. So they they'd be planning for that sort of have I don't know two two three year plans in place and looking at different people going forward and stuff like that. And, I think that's it's the exciting thing that at the moment, if there is an injury, if someone needs to get rested, whoever's come in has done a brilliant job as well. And, and that's the best thing about the whole situation is there's guys around domestically who are who are dominating and can't get a game for New Zealand because the team's doing so well. And if they do get one or two chances, like a George Worker, he's come in, played brilliantly, made 50s and put his hand up to be that, that first person in. I mean, that's what you want from people. You want them pushing the guys in the team and then when they do get that chance to play, you want them to perform. And like you said, it's been a golden summer. I mean, they haven't lost a game. So it's just, it's brilliant to watch. And it's it's a great thing for New Zealand cricket. Hey, did Waddle and Coney look after you yesterday, did they? Did they take you under their wing and, and make sure that you got through that experience unscathed? Mm. Oh, of course, they tried their best anyway, didn't they? They tried to look after and try to keep you comfy, but then you got to... You've got to deal with some of their little antics, don't you? That's all right. You get some of that stuff. Just don't touch the ice creams. Don't touch the ice exactly. Creams. No, I've heard that. I heard Wads was pretty keen on that side. So stay away from that stuff. Yeah, make him, uh, as long as he didn't order you to make him coffee, Luke. Yeah. Uh, good good for you, man. <laughs> thanks, hey, well mate. done. Good job yesterday. Yeah. Thanks for being part of the commentary team, and uh, thanks for talking to us this morning.
Sweet. Thanks for having me, guys. Much appreciated.